Today is the Feast of St. Matthias, the 13th Apostle, the Apostle chosen to replace Judas, because, of course, Judas famously betrayed Jesus, and they replaced him with Matthias. Well, that sounds like, well, good for him, you know, but it has an important theological point to make for the church today. Notice that they decided to replace Judas. Replace him? Why not just say, well, now we're down to 11? Well, on the one hand, Jesus chose 12 because, well, 12 tribes of Israel, and he's trying to show that he's creating a new assembly, a new holy assembly in his church. So there are 12 apostles, just like there were 12 tribes of Israel. But more important than that, Jesus is establishing an institution, uh, a living, visible, tangible body, which he calls his church. He says to St. Peter, on this rock, you, Peter, the rock, I will build my church. Well, <clears throat> just like the the structure that was in place with Judaism, with bishops, uh, or with priests and Levites and high priests and all this structure, well, Jesus' new assembly, his church has a structure. And the fact that they decide to replace Judas is actually very important for the church. What it says is that beyond the person of Judas— who turned out to do pretty terrible things. But beyond his person, there is an office. There is the office of apostle that Judas held as a man, a very broken, fallen man. But when he was no longer in that office, it's not that the 12 were now down to 11. It's that there's a vacancy and we need to fill it because although Judas doesn't go on, his office does. And it is from this that we get the notion of apostolic succession. What began with the 12 apostles, the first bishops, well, that office continues down to this day in the office of bishop. Now, sometimes people will think, well, you Catholics, you, you invented all this hierarchy and structure and created popes and bishops and things probably sometime in the Middle Ages, or the dark years. Well, no. The structure of the church was created by Jesus, foreshadowed in the entire structure of the Old Testament covenant people, and directly willed by Jesus. When he created Peter Pope, he didn't just create Peter, the head, he created an office. That's what is symbolized when it says, I will give you the keys, Peter, that the keys are a symbol of an office, which he then passes on. And there have been 265 successors to St. Peter, all holding that office. In the same way, the office of bishop, begun with the 12 apostles, has been handed on, expanded. It's been willed to ordain presbyters or priests to assist the office of bishop. All this, either directly or indirectly, willed by Jesus. Why is there so much structure and organization? Well, just from a human standpoint, <clears throat> any human organization as big as the Catholic Church would need some kind of structure. But more importantly, that spiritually, Jesus knew that his New Testament assembly, ecclesia, church, would need structure. And not just human structure, but divinely ordered structure. Now, why is that important for us today? Well, because just like with Judas, the individual men who hold the office of pope or bishop, they might be incredibly scandalous even. You can't get more scandalous than, than Judas. But let's say even in less degrees, we can all admit that the people who hold these offices are just men. 
broken, miserable sinners who are bound to their own <clears throat> personal sins, bound to erroneous opinions, but they hold a divinely appointed office. Therefore, when they teach in the name of the church, they're prevented by the Holy Spirit from teaching error in the case of the Pope or in the case of all the bishops together as the, the College of Bishops. They're not just individual men at that point. They hold an office. This is why Jesus says of the scribes and Pharisees, they sit on the chair of Moses. They hold the office of teacher. So listen to their teaching, but don't do what they do because as, as men, they're miserable, falling apart, and they're setting a bad example. Today, let's pray for our bishops. They are individual men like Judas, like Matthias, but they hold an office divinely appointed, an office which was vacant with the death of Judas, an office which we see was filled today by the selection of Matthias. Pray for your bishops and be grateful that Jesus gave us the office of bishop. And God bless you. 